Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. And on today's episode, we have one of my favorite people in the entire world, somebody that we have never seen on here before, which isn't saying much because we've only had one other person. Okay, but this is the other half to the person I had on here. So this is Abby's husband, Alex Lynn, the man, the myth, the legend. He is a husband. He is a father. He is a boss. He is a great friend. He's a great anything in your life. If you know this man, you already know. So go ahead, Alex. Welcome to the Grows You Go podcast. We are drinking some burrs. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Michaela. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, appreciate being uh, asked to come on. And Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't I, want I don't know if I, I don't know if I can live up to all of, all, all of that. <laughs> all but, the hype? Yeah. but uh, You absolutely can. Maybe. Well, so yeah, he's on here with us today. And so we've just been hanging out. We've been chilling. Abby's currently in Colorado. She's on a bachelorette weekend with the gals, with her roomies. And so we've just been hanging out. We ordered some pizza and it is late. So we're just out here. We're out here in these streets. Okay. We're just going to get started and then we might have to stop and get a pizza break, but we're going to pretty much jump right into it. So first of all, I know Alex from years ago, many, many years ago. When do you think we met? Um, I would say it's, wow. When, um, what year did you come into Abby's life? So everyone, just in case I didn't already make this obvious enough, this is Abby's husband. So my best friend of 14 years, this is her husband. She's been with him for how many years um, total? You I think? think we, 2014, right? So almost 2014. 10 years. So me, yeah, I don't even know. So that's t- yeah. 10 years. Yeah, that's so wild to think that we've known each other for that long. So he's seen me grow through pretty much everything. So yeah, that's a lot to say. And now I don't know if he ever could have imagined me having a podcast. That no, not is really. this? I don't I know mean, if you ever would have saw this I mean, coming. We were talking about it a little bit earlier, yep. right? But like, um, you know, I've like watched you grow up. Totally. Basically, you know. Yep. And uh, yeah, I never would have imagined, you know, that we would live you know, like the same place in Austin, Texas. Absolutely. You know, thousands of miles from where Absolutely. we grew up in this tiny town. Right? Yep. And uh, you know, like to just to see you now is. Uh, everything you're doing. It's incredible. Absolutely. I appreciate you. But we kind of talked a little bit about all of this already. So um, not all of this actually, but we got into a couple of these topics before we got started and we were like, you know what, we're pretty much already, we had a little prep before we got started. So what Alex does, tell us exactly what you do for work. Cause this is a big part of it. He is extremely successful not to over toot his horn, but he is, and he's worked his way up from the bottom in his career. So for anybody who's in a point where you don't know kind of what you want to do, or you hated your job at one point, this is kind of the guy to hear from. Cause I think he's kind of had a lot of different hats. Yeah, that you've absolutely. Worn. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, again, I don't know about, uh, about <laughs> the hype, but, um, I'll just kind of mention like what I'm doing now yeah. and maybe give some background on like exactly. That's perfect. in general. Um, so I most recently served as uh, the senior director of global sales development. Um, Amazing. It's a, you know, worldwide cybersecurity company. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for about five and a half years uh, for uh, more context too, right? It's, uh, you know, tech sales, right? Yep. So um, I've been doing that now for the last roughly decade as well. Yep. Um, you know, roughly, you know, same time frame as since I've been with Abby and since totally. I've been with you. And, uh, Prior to that, I worked for another um, pretty successful software company as mm-hmm. well, um, you know, and that's kind of how I got my start in, in, in tech sales. For but, sure, um, definitely wasn't something I ever necessarily imagined myself, you know, falling yeah. into. Um, and um, when I initially, when I was like, you know, coming out of high school, you know, mm-hmm. every every adult tells you, right? It's like, oh yeah, go to college. Exactly, right? you know, go, go to college. 
marriage. Get Pick what you want to do for the rest of your life. And it's like, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? I don't right. know what I want to do with yeah. the rest of my life. Why are trying you trusting to, me to do this? Yeah, I'm just trying to like party, right? Exactly. Like, you know, having a good time. Exactly. And, um, yeah. You know, I had no idea, but um, I'd been hurt a few times uh, mm-hmm. playing sports in high school. And mm-hmm. I just thought like, I'm going to maybe like, I had gone to physical therapy, right? Oh, maybe totally. I'll be a physical therapist, right? Yep. Like, I don't know. Totally. You get to work with athletes. Cool. Yep. Right. So that's what I went to school for. Um, and, you know, coming out of school, I just essentially decided like, well, yeah, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I didn't, yep. through the internships I did, the classes, I was like, yeah, I'm just not, totally. not interested in any of this yep. really. Um, and so ended up trying to get a job in pharmaceutical sales, tried to mm-hmm. use my degree a little bit, couldn't do that. And uh, so my, I had to get some like sales experience totally. in some way. Um, For sure. So Which was, is hard also. I feel like probably to get a job in something you don't have experience in. Totally. Yeah, so like it is really hard, okay, yep. right? To like get Absolutely. to you know to get a job in um, anything, anything you don't have mm-hmm. experience in, but especially too. I mean, as you for know, sure. right, when you're coming yep. out of school for the first time, you're young. Yep. Like, you don't really even know what that experience and is you're like, like, and like. You're like, how am I? No one helps you get a job. No. It's all on you. Yeah. So like, no one's here to help you like line you up with an office, which was something like in my particular career. I was like. Is someone gonna help me? No, you have to just figure it out. Yeah, you're just so. going. Yeah, yeah, it's like taxes or something. Exactly. Right? It's like all no these one, things that like nobody yep. teaches you. But just the most like, hey. important things yep. ever: yeah, taxes, exactly. that, and um, finances. Okay. I feel like no one teaches you the right shit that you need to know to yeah. succeed in anything. Yeah, absolutely, right? For or, sure. You know, and, and I would also say too, like something, you know, like you know, looking at like stocks. Yep. And, and you know, all understanding the stock market a little bit. Absolutely. You know, I mean, that's it, it's so big. But yep. For sure. Anyway, to kind of you know reel it back, right? So I ended up getting a job working at. Uh, a Verizon wireless you mm-hmm. know, franchise. You know, that's about around the same time, roughly speaking, that mm-hmm. I probably would have met you for the first yep. time. So back to the, yeah, back to the beginning. So that's what I started doing. And, um, you know, I, I worked in retail for, uh, you know, roughly a year and a half or two mm-hmm. years um, and did a lot Where'd of different things. Where'd you work things. in retail? So, you know, for Verizon wireless. Okay, retail, I'm sorry. Yeah, when retail, I hear retail, yeah. I'm so sorry to cut you off. Yeah, you're good. I, I think like Old Navy. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, so yeah. just so I know, just sales, like, sales and something. Store, you know, okay. Yeah, you're going into right. You're purchasing gotcha. a product within the store. Right? Gotcha. And it's kind of, kind of more retail. Yep, yep, so, yep. Um, Got it. You know, I bounced around, worked in a ton of different stores. Sure. Um, the franchise I work for in like 26 different locations across like six or seven states. Yep. And so I just started kind of moving around all the time. Yep. You know, lived in random places in Kentucky mm-hmm. and middle of nowhere places in Indiana, mm-hmm. and then you know spent some time in Cincinnati, just like kind of all over the place. Yep. Um, and, you know, I wasn't making, like, any money, mm-hmm. right, at that time. For sure. I was working all the time. Probably doing a lot of, like, you know, probably uh, what people would consider, like, you know, bad sales tactics, mm-hmm. probably. Sure. Right? Um, but, like, learning, mm-hmm. you know, and just You were, you were working hard, not smarter. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I would you, say probably. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just working constantly. Uh, you know, I got a chance to make a, you know, a ton of, a ton of bad decisions, mm-hmm. a ton of failures, but totally. also got an awesome opportunity to, like, just talk to so many yep. people all the time. And you know, you can find commonality mm-hmm. with like anybody, right? So for you sure. just, just kind of learn that. Yep. And um, absolutely. Yeah, so I did that for a while, and um, you know, again, then I then I left there and started working, um, you know, in tech sales, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, been lucky enough to to grow from you know kind of an entry level position in sure. tech sales up, uh, you know, multiple levels to you know running you know three hundred plus person totally. organizations. Yeah. So pretty much. As he's just explained, he has been somewhere. Like, then I take it whenever you were working at Verizon, was that something you didn't necessarily love? Yeah, that, and that's what I was like, kind of yeah. trying to highlight a little bit. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, it wasn't like, you know, I, I'm i so thankful for the experiences. I look mm-hmm. back, um, you know, I think so much of your life and, and, like, where you get to in life is, like, based off what you went through up to more. that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, no regrets know, it, on think, any of it exactly, ever. Right? And but it made you who you are. Yeah, that's kind of the point of the podcast, too, absolutely. right? Absolutely. But, uh you know, I just think that, 
I wouldn't take it back, but at the same time, it sucked. Right? Exactly. I just worked like all the time. Um, I didn't really even like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. It felt bad because you were almost like pushing stuff on people. For sure. Right? Like, hey, no, buy this like phone exactly. so I can make like 20 yep. more bucks. Right? For sure. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I was trapped. Like I said, I was traveling mm-hmm. all the time. I was, you know, I had just been in a, a pretty long-term relationship mm-hmm. prior to that when gotcha. I was in college and everything that I'd yep. come out of. Um I was away from my family, my mm-hmm. friends, you know, all my friends totally. were basically still living like the college lifestyle and like partying yep. all the time. And I was just working. trying to work and yeah. make money, just trying to Absolutely. figure it out, just trying to change my situation. Totally. And, um, you know, I, yeah, definitely wasn't mm-hmm. the best, but totally. it, you know, I learned from it. Yep. Absolutely. Well, so he is also moving to North Carolina. So right now he's getting ready for a move. So this is one of his last couple of days before he leaves on the 1st of March. And we are road tripping there. So this is like one of the last times, which honestly makes this even more special to be sitting here in his last home ever before his forever home, pretty much is what I'm assuming it's going to be. So, and we just get to kind of have this memory here, which is really nice. It has been really nice. It has. We've had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah. But so just making sure I covered everything there. So going into the first question, Alex. Yep. Did you always know what you wanted to do with your life, with your career, which you pretty much just explained. So I'm not going to make you re-explain anything, but. I would definitely say no, right? Yep. Um, you know, more than anything is like, I think it changed a hundred times. For you know, sure. I think, you know, when you're a kid, right? You just, yep. yeah, everybody's, oh, I'm going to be a professional uh-huh. athlete or I'm going to be a celeb, you know, a uh-huh. singer or something, uh-huh. you know, um, you, you know, it could be anything. Absolutely. Um, and, and some people do do that. And yep. That's awesome. Right? For sure. Um, but, um, you know, I think I had a lot of different ideas and, you know, I think I wanted to be an astronaut for a mm-hmm. long time. Absolutely. Um, Is that what younger you wanted to do? Yeah. You want to be an astronaut? Yeah, I really want to be an astronaut. I thought that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, again, like I kind of mentioned, I, I kind of moved more towards like a sports focus mm-hmm. and like totally. sports therapy kind of thing as I got older. Um, I thought about being a doctor for a mm-hmm. long time. Gotcha. Um, you know, I watched the the TV show Scrubs. Yep. I was like, like yes. I was like, oh, maybe it'll be like that. Exactly. Right? You're like, yeah. wait, no, this, this that looks seems cool. pretty fun. I mean, I get it. Like, I feel like right when you get out, you have no clue what you want to do. Nobody preps you. Nobody teaches you. And people ask me, what made you want to be a dental hygienist? I don't know. Yeah. Like, for instance, or for example, like, I have no clue. Like, no one in my life was in dental. I was just like, yes. Yep. Applied to one college, got in. That was it. Could have done more preparation. Didn't. Oh, I, you had, know? I had absolutely no plan. I applied to two schools. Um, yep. Luckily, got into to the one I wanted to go mm-hmm. to. So totally. That, that was good. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, it's very similar, right? 100%. How can you be prepared? You right? can't. And, and, you know, again, some people, they are, they know. Yep. Right from the minute, you know, you'll, exactly. you'll hear. I want to do this. And I did. I was kind of that way, but it's like, for what? And I'm glad that I was that way because, yeah. like, I was so dedicated and so on fire for it. Yeah. And... I always wanted to have something to fall back on, and that's what that is for me. And I think that everyone should have that thing. Mm-hmm. You should always have something or a way where you can always make sure you can make money, and then if there's other things you want to pursue, go for it, or vice versa. Try out those things first. If it doesn't fail, go get your degree. I just feel like it's harder to be motivated to do that. Yeah. After I, you're like not in school for so long, it's like, eh, yeah, you know what I mean? Who wants to go agree. to school? It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be tough to go back. But I also would say too that like the people who do take, um, you know, more time off who end mm-hmm. up going back, like they probably are maybe more committed than anybody because like, they're the ones that are, you know, putting so themselves true. through at that point too. So, so you true. Know? And they um, know that's what they really want. They're like, yeah, exactly. yes. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, well, this could work out. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm, I mean, I'm a big believer in, you know, 
more than anything, it's not just like, hey, go to college, you know, that, that was the path that I wanted mm-hmm. to do, you know. Totally. Um, you do not need college. You know me, Larry, I like yeah. to, I like to have a good time, um, so I totally. really wanted to go to college. Yep. Um, and, uh, for sure. You know, I think that that's fine for some people, but like, you know, do whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you're passionate about. Totally. I'm, I'm a big, big, big believer in that. Like, Absolutely. You know, if, if you can't like be passionate about whatever it is you're doing, where it's work, mm-hmm. relationship, uh, yeah, you know, literally anything. Exactly. Um, it's probably not going to make sense. No, and if it doesn't feel good, it's not for you. No. I, I feel like that's like one thing that I've just noticed recently. It do, it could be anything. It could be anything. There's a person in your life that doesn't make you feel good. It could be a friend. It could be a relationship. Probably not it. Yep. A job, might not be it. Maybe it's a right now thing, but maybe not a forever thing. Yeah, absolutely. But so question number two, for those looking to move up with their job and their career, what tips do you have for them and how to stay confident in doing it? That's a great question. Um, and uh, yeah, I appreciate this. I appreciate that the, the work-related questions mm-hmm. and stuff I feel mm-hmm. like I can actually talk about. But, Absolutely. Um, you know, I would say that I'll kind of maybe compare it to my own experience and then, mm-hmm. you know, give what I've seen. I mean, sure. I've, um, to give some more context on, on um, you know, my role, I've, you know, currently lead, uh, you know, a... 310 roughly speaking um so crazy person you know global sales organization um you know made up of generally speaking like entry level um sales representatives generally from like the ages of like 22 to 25 Mm -hmm. i mean it's not to say that there's not you know for sure you know different ages in there right but um you know it's a tons of sales reps i probably have like 40 or so frontline to second line to third line uh managers Mm -hmm. um you know probably 20, 15 or so second line leaders. Gotcha. You know, yeah, so I'm just trying to give context yeah, to the absolutely. amount of people that are out there. You know, between myself and the organization, we've probably interviewed thousands of, yep. of candidates, right? And, and our whole mantra and like everything we're about is, is bringing people on board, teaching them the skills to be successful and promoting them. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we, we promote a ton of people. And so I think this question is, is perfect because I've mm-hmm. seen so much of this, right? I see totally. what, what makes people you get see it. promoted. You see it. You see it in that aspect. Like, and you're always hiring people too. Yeah. Like that's something you see and, and I'm the one you had to work up Oftentimes to get there. I'm the one doing the promotions. Love know, that. Right. You yeah. Know, so like, I, I really feel like I can speak to this. So, Love that. Um, you know, I think more than anything, and maybe this is a little bit more me too because of, you know, again, my background, but um, I think you just, I, I know you'll see a lot of stuff on social media. I know you'll hear it all the time that like, you know, uh, you feel like a clown when, you know, you're, you're the one putting in all this effort because like the bosses will notice. But like, if you're in the right place with mm-hmm. the right people and the right leadership, and I do think that's a, a huge, mm-hmm. a huge component of all of this, totally. uh, no matter what job you're, you're at, um, people is the number one part. But, For sure. Um, people you mesh with well, people that respect you. Absolutely, right? Like totally. you got to be in a place where like you're, you can be happy. Totally. That there's really good people. For sure. That's huge. Absolutely. Um, but you know, you just gotta, you just gotta work hard. Mm-hmm. Like, For sure. You, you, like literally, work harder than everybody. Yep. Um, the number one most important thing that you can control all the time is the amount of effort that you put in. Mm-hmm. Like literally, nobody else can control that. If you can come in every day of the week, and if you can even put in an average like. 80% effort, mm-hmm. 90% effort, right? Mm-hmm. You are already doing more than 95% of everybody else's working. For sure. Just off, like, boom, right there. Exactly. Like it, and if you can come in and you're putting in that 100% effort, mm-hmm. right? Maybe totally. you're going a little above and beyond. And I'm yep. not saying that, like, I'm never a big proponent of, like, work on the weekends. Totally. Take your work home with you. That's not For me. For sure. Maybe sometimes you got to do a little extra to get ahead. Like, I think so. Number one, I just think I really would say, you know, work hard. Right. Yes. And, and make it apparent that you're working hard. Don't be like flamboyant about it. Don't put it in people's face. For don't, sure. Don't be the person that's like speaking up in, every, yep. in, in front of everybody. Oh, I did this. I did exactly. that. Exactly. Right? But 
make sure people are, are make sure it's visible. People yeah. see you, you know, putting that effort in. I would, secondly, I would say like ask questions, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, you know, if ask questions about your role or or the next role mm-hmm. that you want, or you know, how do hey do people get promoted internally here, right? Totally. Like, you know, be open about what your your career like what you want from your career. And, and, um, you know, be so interested. It, stay on top of it. Let the people know that you're interested too. Yeah, you're, like you're, your direct manager, that, your boss, them. right? Like, I'm not saying like on the first day, be like, hey, I can't. How long does it take for it to me to get promoted to this thing? Totally. That's all I'm saying. But, like that's gonna make you look like. Eh, yeah. You want know, you, you want to do it in a subtle way, yep. but a professional Put way. Put some time in, right? Go through a couple of weeks, a month, two months, yep. right? And you don't need to like break into the conversation of like, hey, when am I gonna get promoted? But for sure. Hey, it's important to me that you. You know, you're aligned with my career goals, just like Absolutely. I'm aligned with my career goals. And yep. I just want to have a conversation to let you know what, what I want. I'm not saying it needs to happen now or anytime in the mm-hmm. immediate future, but mm-hmm. like, I want to let you know what mm-hmm. my goals are. Absolutely. I want to do this yeah. or that. What do, just to make sure you know that. I'm not saying like, you know, again, this needs to happen right now. Yeah. Can't be, can't be more clear yeah, on that. Absolutely. Right? For um, sure. I'm laughing. But, I'm laughing for a few reasons because I feel like this applies to everything in life communicating to people you this could even relationship like if you if you know your goals you can communicate without making someone feel like you need things in a certain way you know not to interrupt you but no. that, i just felt like that really was resonating with me i think that, that way communication is the number one most important skill for sure i think that you realistically can learn in life you um, need to know how to communicate to everyone strangers it helps career, in every single aspect friendships, of your relationships life, right you babies 100 percent mm-hmm. right? um so yeah, um, and then lastly, I would say too on the promotion thing, I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of threes. So if yeah, I'm that's, questions you're questions cool. Threes, Go for it. Uh, but um, so you know, I mentioned you know work harder. Yep. Um, I mentioned you know, but, you know, put the time in. Yep. Uh, and everything, but ask questions. Want to yep. learn? Want to grow? Right. Be be transparent about what you're looking to do. For sure. And last but not least, like I think that you just. It, it's a big, I, yeah, I mentioned passionate earlier, mm-hmm. right? I mentioned it, it's important to be passionate about what you're doing. Totally. I think that you really need to believe that too. Right? Yeah. Like you don't necessarily need to believe it all the time. Yeah. You know, when it's, uh, you know, you work at nine to five and it's For eight sure. o'clock in the morning and you're on the way to work and you're pissed about totally. it and you don't want to be there. For sure, sure. You don't need to be passionate. You don't need to believe in but it. You don't need to anything. I get it. For sure. You're leaving at the end of the day. It's just a long mm-hmm. day. Yeah, exactly. When you're in those, in those office walls or whatever mm-hmm. that is. You're, you're, you know, you got to be passionate. Absolutely. Everybody can see doing, it. Right? Everyone can see it, it if you're radiates not. radiates off of you, right? It exactly. Changes, you have the ability, every human does, each and every day to like literally change people's vibes. Yep. Right? To, to bring totally. them up, right? Your yeah. energy is all you can really give it's people infectious. at the end of the day. Exactly. It's, it's like if you're not giving good energy, people pick up on that. And I can tell you, even from someone who goes into several different offices every single week, that I will walk into offices and be like, the vibes are not good. Like, the vibes suck. I do not like the vibes here and people aren't welcoming. They don't try to talk to you or they're just not helpful and all of that stuff. You can tell if someone hates their job and I'm going to be honest, you guys know I'm not a super huge fan of my job, but I never let that show. Even if maybe like I will never let it show in the way I treat others. I will never let it show in the way I treat patients because at the end of the day, it's not that I hate what I do. It's that I, it's, it's the fact that I know I'm not meant to be doing it anymore. So a part of me loves that job and a part of me loves patient stuff and all that stuff. But even in situations where you might not resonate with that job anymore, you still have to try your best every single day and just think like if you die tomorrow, 
how would you want to be, you know what I mean, even in the, the day that you have with that person? 100%, Michaela. And, like, I, I think about this all the time. I, I, I try to impress this on, like, every person that, that ever comes to our organization. Mm-hmm. You have to work. Most people, right? Yep. Some people hit the lottery. Some For people, sure. You know, you know yep. grow up wealthy, whatever it mm-hmm. might be. You're probably going to have to work from the time that you're in your early-ish, mid-20s. Yep. Totally. Until, you know, you're probably 60. Absolutely. Roughly speaking. Some yep. people longer, right? For sure. Are willing to make it that long, right? But yeah. um, you're going to have to put that time in, mm-hmm. regardless. Into something. You can try. Totally. And maybe things will get better. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. You're at least putting your, holding up your end of the bargain and yep. doing everything that you can to make sure that totally. things get better and improve. Mm-hmm. Or you can not try and mm-hmm. you can be negative about the experience and like i again i've had jobs where that's i've had that exact thing it's totally i get it no one wants to go to a job they don't like totally nobody you know and you're waking up in the the morning and the first thing you think is like i can't believe i have to go to work today like Like, i can't believe i have to do this i get it but you can go in and you can live that every day and you cannot really try and you're gonna get get this result or you go in and you can put in the effort and you can try and you could think who knows like i could have a really good day today it's all the way you think about things bingo right and and that's literally i said this in the last episode actually where i was like if you wake up in the morning and you're like oh my god like i hate my life or like you wake up and you feel anxiety in your chest and you're just like not feeling it which happens to me a lot of days where i'll have that feeling that feeling doesn't mean anything. Like mm-hmm. you can move past that feeling. Mm-hmm. It's all about your thoughts and what you do after you have those thoughts, the first initial thoughts that you have in the morning. You got to reprogram them to kind of just reset your day because you are in charge of your thoughts. So it's all about just kind of showing up. Yeah, 100%. With, with those people. Even if you don't want to be there, you can literally be like, you know what? I'm going to have a good day and I'm still going to talk to these people, even if they look miserable. I don't care. I'm going to still try to make, you know what I mean? Let them know that, like, there's, there's reason to smile. Like yeah. some people are just miserable. You don't know what's going on in someone's lives. A lot of times it's personal. Yeah, you never know. Most times it is. Right. But I, I think that there's a there's a big thing that I learned in like a like a sales mm-hmm. training thing, right? But mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot about like, you know, you have like technique, behavior, you have yep. attitude, right? It's kind of like this pillar. And yeah. It's like, you know, how do you get better in one area versus another? Mm-hmm. Um, and which one's like the most important? For sure. But like, you know, your your behaviors and what you do can influence, you know, the attitude that you Absolutely. have, right? Like, yeah, sure. Everybody wakes up on the wrong side of the bed, mm-hmm. you know, some days. For some, sure. Some people more days than others, right? Absolutely. But, yeah. Every, you know, everybody's had that time. And you can choose to let that be a really shitty day the rest of the day if you yep. want to, if you just want to, like, you know, kind of roll it, like, you totally. know, sulk in it almost. It can, it can be, it can be, like, um, what's the word? It can be addicting to sit in the negativity. Absolutely. If you let it, you yep. have to, it's, it's something you truly have to work at. Yep. I believe like I've seen it and, and I've seen myself has... be in the really, really bad parts of it too. So Absolutely. I'm like, and everybody has days where that. like they, they have a bad day, right? Yeah. And they don't get out of it. And Absolutely. it doesn't affect the whole day. I have yep. all the time. Like, yep. you know, Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not like impervious to that. Absolutely. Right? But if you, you know, if you get up and you, and, and you know, maybe you're an exerciser in the morning and you get up and mm-hmm. you don't want to go, but like you just, you go do it anyway. For right? sure. You, you, the behavior yep. pushes your attitude. You're going to yep. feel better about yourself. For hey, sure. You don't feel like smiling? Put a smile on your face anyway. Exactly. Like just do it for a little bit. You're going to feel better. Exactly. And fun fact, it takes less muscles in your face to smile than it does to frown. Okay. I'm going to tell you that right now. And it's really hard to be unhappy when you're smiling. That sounds like one of the things that would have been like, uh, remember in the agendas, yeah. right? I'm going to be honest. I might've learned it there. Yeah. There'd be because like I feel like this is a high school thing yeah, that I learned. I was like, really? Like, what do you mean? And it was like something every time I smile, I'm like, really? 
But like honestly, think about like the stress it puts on yourself when you're frowning all the time. Who wants those wrinkles? Yeah, you're gonna you know get wrinkles too. Who so wants those wrinkles? Say. Not I, me. I know one of those facts I remember reading yeah. this was like the average person when they're sleeping <laughs> seven or they eat like seven or eight spiders crawl in their mouth or something. But like, like that. that haunts me to this oh, day. Yeah, I still I'm think like, about that it. shit fucking happens. <laughs> I I I'm time. like, I bet you hundred percent I'm sitting here. Have you ever woke up in the morning and you have that like like a taste in your mouth? And you don't know you know what it is, right? Yeah. But you're just like Oh god. You go. You know, you, 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 you gotta have that. Like, I'm literally like, what dead. was that? Everybody, you're listening. I, I, I know you crying. feel this. That could have been a spider. That's what I think. Every no time. way. You actually have this thought. Hundred percent. I honestly, first thing I'll think in the morning because I have a night garden. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get this out of my mouth. One, but then once I do, it's kind of like, okay, I want to brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. That's the first thought I have. Sure. But maybe, maybe you have a swallowed a spider too. I don't. You just you, never know, right? You don't. I'm sure, I go to brush the teeth like right after. Abs- no, but I'm saying, I'm saying maybe you have like a leg in your mouth or something. Who knows? Right. <laughs> That's so hilarious. You so. never know. But like you don't because even like in Texas here, and I know we're we me and Alex can literally talk forever. So we're probably gonna have to make part two to this podcast. But uh, which is literally fine. We'll probably just do it really quick tonight if he is up for that. But basically, with Texas, like when you live in Texas, there is a lot of cockroaches here. And I, even if you clean your house, like I swear to God, even if you clean your house so freaking well, you will find cockroaches. Tell me I'm not wrong. No, just so people know I'm not true. like, a, no, like someone who true. just isn't cleaning. But so I promise. So there will be like, I'll randomly find cockroaches and I've found them in my room above my bed before. And that's the worst thing ever. Cause I'm like, if, if I could swallow a spider, who freaking knows? I could be, they could be crawling up my freaking Oh, you'd be crawling in there. Cockroaches. Oh my God. That's the worst thing. There's no way I wouldn't wake up from that shit. You would definitely I would, I would be <laughs> screaming. So hopefully that never happens. But so. You can have a nightmare tonight. When it comes to confidence, when it comes to like everything in your job, like how would you recommend staying confident when it comes to navigating those career changes that you just mentioned? Anything in particular? Yeah, this, this one might be a little bit more specific to, to maybe to me, but I think a lot of people will, will understand this as well. But I think more than anything, like, Believe in yourself. For sure. Right? Like, Absolutely. Like, there's going to be so many people in your life. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of people in your life are yep. going to tell you, no, or mm-hmm. you can't do this, or you can't do that, or, uh, you know, I don't believe in you. Yeah. Right? It's hard to find people that believe in you. Yeah, you know, very few. Yeah. Right? You know, mm-hmm. I, I could probably count the people that I feel like really, like, truly believe in totally. me on, I don't know, one hand. For maybe, sure. Maybe me two. Too. Right? Me too. You know? Me too. Like, uh, yep. you know, so, you know. You, if you wake up in the morning and you're already not believing in yourself, mm-hmm. you're just another person. Like you're the most important yep. person that could believe in you, and already you don't. Exactly. Right? So um, I, I think that that's number one, right? But even beyond that, you know, you're you're going to have times where you, you can believe in yourself all you want, right? Mm-hmm. But like there, there's outside factors. You're going to be you're going to totally. you know, still have you know maybe imposter syndrome. For I know sure. We talked about this a little yeah. bit earlier, yep. right? Where you know, you know that, Hey, you know, I can do this, but you know, you're kind of getting in your own head. Mm-hmm. I call it head trash a lot. Sure. You get a lot of head yeah. trash in there. Right? I like that. You, know, you got to get, gotta, it is head trash yeah, you and you can get stuck trash. up in head trash real freaking easily. Super if you're not clearing easy. it out, you got to empty the trash bin. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. That's really out, good. Right. Put it mm-hmm. to the shredder, whatever it is. Yep. But, um, you know, everybody gets that. That's the number one thing I would say. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels that way. For sure. Right? Everybody, if I can maybe impress upon anybody, anything, uh, we're all just guessing. Totally. Nobody knows what they're doing. Do you right? hear him? He is currently, I want you to know he's at the top of his business. So I want you to know this really means a lot to hear this because I can talk to you from someone who's still figuring it out. But like this is someone who's also figuring it out. I'm not saying he's not, but 
he's done a lot of the hard work to get there. So I think this really helps people hearing you, you know what I mean? Someone who's really up there doing the damn thing in charge of so many employees, like you said, having the same type of thoughts they have every day. Yeah. I'm, and, I, and I'm, you know, that's why I want to talk about it a little bit, right? Like, totally. you know, I, you know, it's, again, I, I think everybody is going to have times, no matter what profession you're in, no matter what, if it's your relationship, if it's, mm -hmm. you know, uh, your religion or your your sexuality yep, or whatever it is sure. right there's so many different things that, that, that can come up where um you know you're you feel like you might not necessarily have belief in yourself totally or, or, or for sure you know you might feel so out of place and yep. you don't feel like you know you belong right? for sure but like everybody else feels that way too exactly right? and, and everybody i think oftentimes that people feel so like oh man like you know, Michaela's mm -hmm. so much further ahead. Like Michaela's just got it. Like how totally. like how's like how is she so on it, right? Exactly. And like don't get me wrong, people are learning. People yeah. work hard and people are, are reading and they're, mm -hmm. they're using resources to, to be able to, you know, improve their own mindset mm -hmm. and improve their skills and improve their knowledge. Mm -hmm. But like nobody really knows. No. Nobody. No. And also to talk to touch on what you just said about like comparison, they're in a different chapter of their life than you are you're not meant to be in that chapter because that's not your life and that's not what you're meant to be living. You are in the exact phase of your life right now because you're meant to learn the exact things that you're learning to apply things in a different way because at the end of the day, you're not that person. So there's no reason to compare to someone who is not you yep. because you have so many other things to offer that that person can't, vice versa. You know what I mean? Y'all aren't the same people. You're running your race. Right? Yeah, you know? absolutely. You don't, you don't have to run your, your race at the same speed as somebody else. You don't have to run the For same sure. distance as somebody else. No. Just run yours. Just focus on you at the end of the day. And this this honestly kind of goes right with what we're talking about. Number three, do you ever experience any imposter syndrome? And if so, what helps you with that? For instance, someone asked how you feel worthy where you're at or if you fake it till you make it. Yeah, I absolutely feel it. You know, um, Again, I think really anybody in any position is going to have times and you know, I'm not saying that every single day I wake up and I'm like, oh man, I don't belong here. For like, sure. You know, I've worked really, really hard yep. to get to where I am. Totally. And um, nobody will ever take that for me. For sure. Right? And, mm -mm. Um, you know, I belong where I am. Totally. But oftentimes I get, you know, feelings, whether it's going into a, you know, a, a tough meeting yep. or, um, you know, a plan or a strategy that I put in place didn't work out mm -hmm. the way I thought it would. Mm -hmm. right? And now that's on and you're me. You're like, shit, now like, I have to do absolutely, this. Right? Absolutely, right? Absolutely. And now I got to eat that. And it's mm -hmm. not just me eating it. It's the 300 people that work in the totally. organization eating that too, right? And, mm -hmm. and their families and their kids. Totally. Know, whatever it might be, right? So absolutely, right? Mm -hmm. and, and there'll be times where I'm like, man, like... You know, you're just, you know, you're just like so dumb. Like you just mm -hmm. like, like, like wh why do they believe in you? Why do they trust you to do this of everybody? Totally. Right. Do they, yeah. You know, um, absolutely. But, but not true. But exactly. Right. Again, I think it's just, it comes back to this, this idea of head trash. Mm -hmm. Right. And for sure, you know, you got to, again, if you have that belief, this, a strong self-belief in, you know, in you and, um, you just need to be able to be able to take some time and, and kind of, I'm a big believer in like compartmentalizing, mm -hmm. um, as you know, right, I'm a big advocate of, of marijuana. Right? Yeah, I, for sure. I, I really like to smoke a lot. Yep. And uh, for me personally, it kind of helps me calm it down a little mm -hmm. bit. Right? Totally. And, and kind of compartmentalize, right? Yep. And, and take whatever that head trash thought was. Or, Absolutely. Or, or, you know, whatever that, you know, imposter syndrome feeling for was sure. was. And kind of actually maybe analyze it a little bit and think about for it. For sure. Just be like, hey, wait a second. Is this like really real or is yep. this like, you know, not, right? And, exactly. You know, I'm not saying that needs to be the thing for everybody, but I think it's important to take time, whether it's when you meditate or when, yeah. you know, you maybe, find your maybe, things maybe that you're help you. Or, you know, yeah. you know, whatever those things are. Um, totally. Even if it's just going for a walk, right? Yep. And being out in nature. 
find those things where it gives you the opportunity and the, and the time to kind of decompress and just, mm-hmm. you know, get that stuff out. Totally. And kind of separate from those thoughts because there's a lot of thoughts that you're going to have throughout the day, which is exactly what he's saying. And you get to pick which ones you focus on. You have so many thoughts. They're not all from you. They're from everything you're consuming. They're from everything that you've learned when you were younger. They're from a lot of things that maybe you're traumatized by. So whenever you have these thoughts, you literally choose to either focus on them or to deflect from them. You don't have to accept every single thought in your head as your own and something that you have to identify with. That is exactly how you get into a very deep, 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 deep negative headspace that can really lead to depression in my book. So, but whenever you're like walking into like, let's say an important meeting or something Mm -hmm. and you're really nervous, what calms you down in that immediate moment? Like, what are you able to do to yourself that helps? Do you kind of just work with the fear and the anxiety that you might be experiencing and use that as fuel? Or is it more so like, is there something that works for you that you could maybe give? Yeah, there's a couple of things I think. Um, Best advice I ever received ever in my entire career. And I think again, it applies to so many other areas Mm -hmm. too, but Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Totally. Right? Like, life is about uncomfortability. Life For is, sure. Life is change, and change is uncomfortable. I could not agree and more. Again, no matter if it's work, if it, if it's relationship, if it's where you live, mm-hmm. if it's if you have a dog or don't have a dog, you know, whatever exactly. it is, right? Everything, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? It sucks. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Yeah. For sure. The most easy thing that you can do in your life is do nothing, mm-hmm. right? In terms of in terms of change, for sure. Try and keep everything as is the same as it as it is yep. as it was when I was fifteen or when I was exactly. eighteen growing up, yeah. right? And um, you know, there's not again, there's nothing wrong with people want to do that, but yeah. it, that's that's a more comfortable path. Mm-hmm. You're, if you want to get things you've never had, you got to be willing to do shit you've never done. I love that, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. get get okay with it. So yeah, in some ways. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't seek out confrontation, but I'm like cool with it, right? So yeah. like I'm going into an uncomfortable meeting. It's like kind of like, all right, game face on. Like, like ready right. for whatever comes. Like I'm not like pumped for this maybe, but like, <clears throat> yeah. hey, listen, I, in 30, 30 minutes is going to pass. Mm-hmm. Regardless if I go to this meeting or I don't, yep. if I'm pumped for this meeting or if I'm not. Yep. 30 minutes is going to be over. Yep. 30 minutes is like no time. Exactly. We're good. Yep. Right? So true. But in other ways too, um, again, I... I believe I know what I'm talking about in my in my profession and Absolutely. in my role. And like, if I'm going into something, I'm going to believe in my ability to, um, mm-hmm. you know, ha- either have the answers, and if I don't have them, go find them. Yep. Right. Exactly. And, um, Everyone's learning. Yeah. Everyone, even if someone disagrees with him in a meeting, you know what I mean, or something that gives him a way on how to approach it in a different situation. You know what I mean, or how to like navigate something. Right. Like. It gives all the challenges that you get in those moments just help you. You know what I mean? Or- 100%. And then, like, you just, again, it just goes back to, again, like, kind of, like, self-belief and, like, maybe not being afraid to fail. Like, I, you cannot I be. fail all the time. I fail literally every single day. Totally. As a dad, as a, probably times as a husband. Sure. Right? And definitely as a boss, right? Totally. But, like, if I don't fail, how do I learn? Exactly. Like, success is awesome, right? You should yep. celebrate success. For but, sure. Like, you should be pumped, not necessarily pumped. You're not going to be jet, you know, yep. super excited for it. But like failure is what makes you good. Exactly. Right? It, it's what, it, it's yeah. what you can build it's, upon. It's just, it's crazy because it's like failure is the process. Yes. And they always say like, learn to love the process. And like, I didn't fully get it until like I had to get it because I'm in the process of my life right now. And you have to fall in love with every single little thing, every little thing of your day, pretty much. You got to learn to enjoy those moments and stay present because that's what's getting you to where you want to go because you're setting the groundwork and the foundation for the things that your future self wants. Embrace the journey. Right? Absolutely. Like, you know, if, <clears throat> if you're an athlete, right. I'm going to, again, talk yeah. back to that. Right. But you know, if I, um, 
played in, in the first season, uh, first game of the basketball season, yep. right? And then all of a sudden the season skipped, and totally. we just got to the state championship or you know the national championship or whatever yep. we won. Would that be cool? Hey, don't get me wrong. Absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. But what I what I have the same memories, what I have the same um, experience, perspective, have, perspective, everything. If I hadn't gone through everything that we had to go through in that yep. season to get there. Right? Yeah, like you know, you wouldn't appreciate it. You got to embrace the journey. You wouldn't appreciate it for what it is because you didn't have to work for it. Exactly. When you work for something, you're like, all right, I earned this. Like exactly. this is something that I had to do. No one else helped me with this. I did the things I had to do to level up. And so you're hearing it here first. If you want success in life, if you want success in your career, if you want to be financially abundant, maybe to a point where you never really had that before, you do have to get comfortable being uncomfortable because nothing's going to feel comfortable to force yourself maybe to not have as much money for a few months to go and make as much money, way more money than you could have ever imagined or something like that too. So just something to think about. Yeah. I mean, and, and one last thing on this, but yeah. like I, I kind of mentioned early on, like a, in that like retail, you know, Verizon days of, of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Again, I'm looking at all my friends and... They're all just like having, you know, it, from my eyes, what I can see on like social media, mm-hmm. right? Like the time of their lives, they're like still yep. partying, they're doing their thing, right? Totally. And I'm like, oh, you're trying to grind. Exactly. We're trying to make some money. Yep. And I have like no money, yep. right? I'm like broke as shit For all sure. the time. And I even remember an experience that when I was in Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. um, I lived with uh, another another friend of ours, actually, mm-hmm. his name is Marty. Yep. Um, he worked for me Marty. as well. Um, my boy, shout out. <laughs> uh, but um, we, we, the power in our house got shut off because we yep. couldn't pay our bills. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. And it was in the middle of the winter. A humbling moment, indeed. Uh, it was like, we were like six yeah. degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Right. I drove over there from the from like the store and I pulled into the driveway and my car was like basically out of gas. Mm-hmm. I had like barely any money. I'd like definitely sub a hundred dollars. Okay. Right? Like, like negative a hundred bucks. No, no like a hundred, like, like eighty bucks, eighty-two dollars. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Got right? it. Like no money. Um, Payday was in like two or three days, right? Mm-hmm. I go into the house. I try and flip the lights on. Power's out. No power. Mm-hmm. There's no heat. We no. have no money to go get like a hotel or mm-hmm. anything like that, right? It, it just, uh, yeah. you know, we, we just like got as many blankets as we mm-hmm. could, put as many layers on, yeah. and just like, you know, yeah. did it. But my point for like, you know, bringing that up mm-hmm. is just like, you got to have that, like that experience was sem- like a, a pivotable moment for me. I think Which about it I will never time. let myself get there again type Bingo, thing. I right? get it. Like, like I will never be this low again. Yep. I will get the things I want in life. I'm going to have like, you know, and, and not even that, but like my son's never going to do this. Yeah. Like that's never going to happen. Exactly. Like, my wife will never have this experience. Absolutely. Right? Like, for sure. I'm sure as fuck not going to have this yeah, experience again. Absolutely. Right? You're like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it though. Like I get it. And I think that that's really helpful because a lot of people have a hard time probably understanding even me, someone who is still figuring it out. You know what I mean? I make money, whatever. And, but at the end of the day, money isn't everything, but you need it. <laughs> and it's something yeah. that's never going to change. You've got to learn to find a way to make money in a way that pays the bills, makes you happy. That's kind of the goal I would say for everybody, but you can get the success in life that you want. Just, you have to believe in yourself to get there yeah. and work towards it and know that you can be as low as this. You could be as low and have a moment like that, or you could have even been homeless before. Totally. There's no, you can still get through everything. I, I truly believe that like you can still, if, if there is a will, there is a way and not to like diminish what anyone is going through or anything like that. But like, and I'm sure every circumstance is a little bit different, but those moments, like he just said, is exactly what got him to where he is today, which is a very, very, very nice place to be. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. I'm living pretty well now. He's, nice. li- he's living well. You know, he's living like Larry. 
you know, we got, there's more to do. But, you know, <laughs> there's a lot more to do. You know. And pretty much you don't have to think about money anymore as much. No. I'm sure you think about money still. Yeah, I mean, bit, like you definitely But not do. as much. You can you won't think about like what you're buying at the grocery store as much. You're just kind of putting it in no, the No, I mean, like I remember, I talked to Andrew <laughs> about this, but like I remember the first time that, uh, I remember the, the first time that I remembered that I hadn't looked at my bank account mm -hmm. in a while before I bought anything. Yep. Just I'm like, this sounds like so like boastful and arrogant. It's not what yep. I mean to sound like at all. No, like, no. By not, it really isn't. Uh -uh. But like, I remember when I had the experience of like, Oh, I didn't even look to see if I could like pay for this. I know what you mean because I was the same way. I, I and I'm not at a super super crazy financial point in my life right now where I'm like, oh, I can do whatever I want. That is not where we are for me personally. But I can I can totally relate with him when you get so used to having to do that all the time. When you have that moment, it is pivotal, and you're like, damn. Like, even if you haven't made it, made it, you've made it. You're like, shit. Like, I'm cool. I mean, I definitely don't feel like I made it, right, by any <laughs> yeah. means. But um, For sure. You know, you, we're, you, we're doing well. Totally. Right? You know, life is good, right? But, you know, there's, again, there's more room to grow. But I, and I mean, to your point, that totally. moment was like years ago, right? Exactly. And I, but I just remember, like, having that experience where I was like, wow, like, and it wasn't necessarily financial freedom like totally. everybody talks about, yeah, right? Yeah. But like, but that kind of really was, good. right? It's totally. Like, wait a second, I can just like buy something. And exactly. Like not, and not be worried twice. that like, dude, I'm not gonna have like literally any money. Not to check like your buy, bank account. Yes. First to, like, to buy groceries or mm -hmm. to like pay my bills or you know something. Yeah. Like that's totally. Yeah. yeah, I was in a time in my life for a long time where I was not like I, I did not come from money. I did not have family that could really ever supply for me at all. So I was always used to working. Yeah, I'll take one too. All right. Um, I was never at a point where I felt like I could rely on anybody for money. I never really was ever in that position. So I was always working literally since the age of 15 years old to make money and do the things I had to do to supply for myself to get the things I wanted. Even if it was little stuff like going and buying a hoagie. You know what I mean? I literally got one of my jobs from work, from getting hoagies so much they offered me a job. Because they are like, girl, do you just want to work here? And I was like, actually, I would love that. So anyways, but basically, East yeah, East End, baby. I love East End so much. If you were ever in Tyrone, Pennsylvania, or you're simply driving by, please go get a hoagie from East End or Max Meat Market. It's basically the same thing. Max Meat Market may argue, arguably be better at this point. I'm a Max they, guy. They do have better meat. Okay. And they're bigger hoagies. I think I have also transferred over to a Max Meat Market, but don't tell Patsy. Okay. <laughs> don't tell, don't tell Patsy, but I really, I, she would hate to hear this, <laughs> but, but I, I, I don't know. I haven't had an Easton hoagie in quite some time, but I really need to, cause they are one of a kind. You do need to try one. I so. hope you like onions. Yeah. You got to like onions, but if you're ever in Tyron, Pennsylvania, please go try it. It's so worth it. You won't find it anywhere else, but where I was going with this, I was in a place where I honestly never had money and I always was working for myself and I was paycheck to paycheck basically with anything. And I even asked Alex, like I've had, like they've helped me so many times. They've helped pay for my tuition because I didn't have anyone to do that for me. So, um, and I couldn't be more grateful, but I've been in points where I haven't been like that before, which is why, um, being financially successful is something that's extremely important to me. And, right where I'm at now, I'm in a place where I did have that moment. You know what I mean? When I started working as a dental hygienist and I made money, I was like, Oh my God, like I don't have to look at which cheese I'm getting. Like I don't have to get the cheapest cheese anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like little things like that. So you really can get exactly where you need to go. Even if it's not maybe the final destination for you right now, I think it's all about being grateful for those things, being appreciative of the fact that like, Oh, I don't have to look, you know what I mean? That stuff anymore. And you know, I, I know where I'm at right now. I do make good money as what I'm doing, but I know that there's a point where I can make so much more doing something that makes me way happier. You know what I mean? So always keep that in mind for you too. All right. Number five, 
or I don't even know what question we're at, to be honest, because we're kind of hopping around and we're kind of answering some of the questions that I had here just in chatting. Were you surprised when I started to pursue other forms of work like social media and my podcast? And what was your first thoughts about it? Um, I wouldn't say that I was like necessarily surprised um, mm -hmm. because I knew that you, you know, you've kind of mentioned, right? Like you weren't necessarily happy mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. in, in your, in the role you were in as a hygienist, right? And he told me just so you know, just for the record. Okay. He told me that he could, t he, I, he knew this like six months into me working as a hygienist in 2019. <laughs> yeah. It just like, you can tell. Right. And like, I, and again, I, you know, we've all had a lot of people have had jobs where they're like, Oh, this this sucks. I hate it. Mm -hmm. You can generally see another person who feels the same mm -hmm. way that you do, but you, totally you know, in a, for in, sure. In another job, right? Um, so I'm gonna say like I was like surprised, um, but it's like we were talking about this mm -hmm. earlier too. Like my first cell phone was like one of those like Nokia phones. That, yep. Like it wasn't even like a smartphone. I don't think I had my first smartphone until I was in college. Yep. Right. Like uh, like TikTok and, mm -hmm. and and even a lot of like Instagram that kind yep. of stuff. Like I don't really totally. get it. For know, sure, really that much, right? Like I understand the idea of like retargeting ads and all that jazz, yep. and like absolutely, you, you know, and obviously sponsorships and branding and everything. For sure, I get that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but um, you know, I didn't really understand at the time um, how much money you can make doing that, mm -hmm. and, and like how you can be really, really successful, totally, um, realistically doing that, and how young some people were mm -hmm. that were being For insanely sure. successful doing yep. that. Um, so you know, I, I would say initially I was like not necessarily surprised, but mm -hmm. I, I was also kind of maybe a little like. Hey, like, are you <laughs> what sure? are you doing? You know, like, is that are you gonna have money? Yeah, like, are you are you good? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, you know, because we just want you to be okay all the time, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's been awesome to see you like stick For with sure. it. Yep. And and just kind of like you know you know grow with it. Totally. Too. Thank you. Yeah. Number six. What keeps you constantly able to show up as your best self and confident in all areas of your life? And I wrote this question because Alex is someone who honestly seems whether he thinks this or not seems to really honestly have it all together and always gives his 100 with like communication with people and just like talking to people like he always kind of seems very with it and present and very um respectful and genuinely caring about those people so i just wanted to know what keeps you constantly able to show up as your best self in that way as your most confident self um well it's awesome to hear that you say that like you feel like that's the the presentation I give off because mm -hmm. like I don't necessarily always feel that way um, I oftentimes like really don't realistically and uh, you know I, again it kind of goes back to the idea of like everybody feels the same same way about a lot of things totally. but like I have the same fears and, and concerns about like not having my shit together totally. and like freaking out on a day-to-day -day basis but like totally. wait a second like yeah you know you have to for sure you have to get maintenance on your water heater like exactly. that, that happens yep. right yeah uh, totally you know, so, like, for sure I definitely feel like an idiot a lot of the time but you know <laughs> At the end of the day, um, your confidence is really like all you have, and like how you present yourself to somebody, like kind of like is the only thing that you really, totally. that you really have to go off of, right? And um, you don't want to like tip, you don't want like you know if you're playing poker, you don't want to tip your hand, mm -hmm. you know, too early, right? Well, true. Like, Very if, true. If I'm feeling like inconfident, uh, like maybe not necessarily confident myself, or if I'm feeling, um, you know, down or sad or dirt, like why the hell do I want to let you know? Yeah, no, like, 100%. Like, how's that help 100%, me? 100%, right? especially yeah. in the moment. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Like, like how's that going to help me? I agree. Right? And uh, They don't need to know. You know, so as far as anybody else needs to know, like, yeah, dude, shit is good. We are. Right? It. Yeah, we're yep. yeah, we're good. We're on it. Totally. Like, you'll never see me feeling like... like or showing. You, you know, you will. Yeah. Right? Abby will, right? Like, you know, 
my family, my brothers, Absolutely. my close friends. Totally. Right? Like, sure, I'll let people in, but like, yep. we're at work. Like, you're never going to see me looking down. Totally. Like, as far as you know, like, I'm good. I'm yep. on it. Absolutely. Right? You don't and bring your personal stuff into areas where it doesn't belong. I really basically. try not to. Yeah. You know, I think that's it, smart. It happens, right? I think it's good, and it I think it's will, I think it's right? smart to do so. People don't need to know everything about you. The right people need to know everything about you. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I like that a lot. Number seven. So a lot of people want to know about mental health from a man's perspective. What are your thoughts on mental health in general? And if you feel comfortable sharing this, what are some ways you personally struggle or have you struggled in the past with your mental health? Hmm. Wow. This one, my kids are like kind of close to home. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I would say my thoughts on mental health, like I think it's insanely important. Um, I think that depending on maybe what generation you're in, you might look at, you know, uh, younger people and, and maybe our age mm -hmm. or demographic, um, you know, today and, and, and say like, you know, they're, they're, they're softer, right? Totally. Or, or you know, they're, yeah, in this, they're in this like uh, participation generation yeah. or, you know, whatever. Absolutely. And sure, so th true. sure there's some of that. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, there, there absolutely is. Um, but at the same time too, like nobody else has ever had to deal with like the type of shit that we would on like the internet or on social media. Yep. And, um, nobody else can really ever understand what that's like. And like the pace of change in the world today mm -hmm. compared to the pace of change in the world a hundred years ago. And what I mean by that is if you think about it, we're in 2023, mm -hmm. right? In 1923, right? World War I had just ended. Um, so insane to compare though. Automobiles like, were just becoming like really the yeah. thing. Planes didn't exist. Yep. Um, I mean, I mean, planes existed, I guess, like mm -hmm. planes and stuff like that, but not like we think about it today. Jets. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've never been to space, mm -hmm. right? Computers sure. weren't a thing. Yeah. A phone, maybe the first phone in general, like mm -hmm. that, you know, talking yeah. this thing and holding the other exactly. thing up next to your ear was there. Wild. You know, so, yeah. so, so much stuff has changed. Mm -hmm. The rap, the pace of change now on a year-to-year mm -hmm. -year basis is insane, right? The and trends just keep moving. Exactly, right? And the type of stuff that, that people are, are, are exposed to now, today, compared to the, you know, our parents when they were totally. our age, is just, it's so insanely mm -hmm. different. For sure. Um, and so, you know, I think that um, maybe mental health might seem like it's sometimes like a bigger issue today, but mm -hmm. I think it really is, right? And, yeah. and and I think that, you know, there's there's just so much more time you spend alone today too, mm -hmm. I think, you know. Um, it's really yeah. easy to sit in your house on your computer or on your phone. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about this earlier yep. too, but you can sit on your couch and you're petting your dog and you're scrolling yeah. and the next thing you know, two hours have gone by. And, and, you're, and, and like we were even talking like, that's not quality time with your pet. And even if you are petting your dog, like that is, that is, you know what I mean? It totally is. If you're, especially if it's that long, but like if, if you're not looking at your dog in the eyes and you're not taking the time to just like sit down and like without interruptions, just pet your dog and like rub their tummy. Like that's what being a dog is. You know what I mean? And if you're not able to give your dog that un uninterrupted love, that, like that's just my whole point. We're so separate and we're so not with it these days where we, are so unwilling and unable to see when to prioritize the things that are most important too. So that's yeah, just, yeah. just a golf of what you yeah, were saying. Just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't disagree with that, but, um, you know, I just think it's, it's so easy to just kind of get lost in yourself and in your own head totally now. Right. Yeah. So I think it's insanely important to think about, yep. um, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, we, we talked earlier, you know, journaling yep. or, or meditation or stuff like that. For sure. Um, you know, journaling was something I started doing, yep. you know, earlier this that. year as well. Um, it was actually because you did it. Yay! Um, I love but, that so much. Um, but that was really helpful, right? And, um, you know, I think it's important to, to have your thoughts get out somewhere. Mm -hmm. Whether it's talking totally. to somebody, 
whether it's uh, you know somebody close to you, a significant other, it's a therapist, it, it, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it is. I don't totally. you know, it's venting, right, it's getting it out. out. Like it, it is out. really, it really is just important to it get it away from just yourself. Let it out. Right? Let it out somewhere, even if it's just talking to yourself in the mirror at night. Mm. Like you Huge. can do that. Like I do that actually. Right. And, um, you know, so the other part of that question I think was like, how do I personally, you know, struggle with mental health? And I would say, yeah, like, absolutely. And I would say a lot of mine is like stress related. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked a lot about my career and and, and kind of work and life, but like that comes at a cost too. For sure. Like I I work a lot, right. Mm -hmm. I work all the time and I have, and and Abby would be the first person to tell you like, Throughout our entire relationship, I work all the time, mm-hmm. right? Monday and through Friday. Mon- yeah, absolutely. Nine work, to six. Work, work on weekends a lot. Um, I mean, recently I was working closer to like six or six thirty to like. Okay. Six. Just curious because yeah, I yeah. honestly don't know. Yeah, just in, to in share. a global rule, trying to share some time with like Europe yeah. because of the time zone difference, and gotcha. then also with like Australia and stuff. Makes so, sense. Got it. Um, you know, I just work a lot, right? And then you know, spend some time with her or with mm-hmm. you know, with Grayson, put totally. them to bed, and then oftentimes I, you know, I'm working again. And even yep. if I don't have my computer out, like you know, your emails on your phone, mm-hmm. your messaging applications are on yep. your phone, whatever it is. Right? Exactly. You, you be working You're always time. in something. You're just always it's hard on not to be all the time. Exactly. Right? And um, you know, so I would say you know, for mental health, you know, realistically for me, it's, it's been so much just like, how do I separate like work and, and life and, mm-hmm. and, and dad and, and, and husband, but also like me, mm-hmm. like, cause there's still me in here. There too, should be right? right. You know, and like, Absolutely. I think it's important that everybody gets like, you know, their own time and stuff. Too. Yep. And again, that kind of goes totally. back to the journaling thing. Yep. That's like kind of been my thing, but, um, Love that. but it is cool for guys to journal. I just want to make that clear. It is so freaking cool. I think it's try fine, it out. Right. I mean, and it, Hey, and if, you don't want to do it. I get it, right? Mm-hmm. And if it feels like again uncomfortable, I'm big like comfortable totally. being uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. Yep. Yeah, it feels weird, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, yeah totally. Like, yeah, I'm a grown man writing in a exactly. notebook, right? Like, I get it. Exactly. But, There's a uh, stigma around men in mental health too. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, absolutely. It, there shouldn't be. So I just want to make that very known as well. Stigma around men, mental health, men in emotion. Yep. And and you exactly. know, a lot of different things, yep. but you know. Yep people too right yep so. exactly yeah Alrighty. well so is that the main way for you do you deal with any type of anxiety or anything like that yeah definitely anxiety right and again i'm making decisions oftentimes that are affecting hundreds of people sometimes mm-hmm. thousands of people mm-hmm. right and uh yeah absolutely right and then but outside of work like i'm making this you know it's my job to take care of my family absolutely right and provide for for my family and you know my son and my wife and uh you know i want i, I didn't grow up you know, in extreme poverty or anything like that. Totally. Right? My, my parents took care of me. We had everything that we ever needed. Um, you know, I didn't oftentimes necessarily, uh, no, through no fault of them, right? But like, mm-hmm. have a lot of the stuff that I wanted. For sure. Right? But I had everything I needed all the time, right? Yep. And uh, that was fine. But like, I just, I wanted me to have, I wanted my wife to have, I wanted my kids to have mm-hmm. everything they want. Yep. Right? Like, for sure. You know that life that like you, you think about when, like, you, when you're a kid and you're like, man, I'm like, you get the magazines, right? Yeah. Before Christmas, right? Yep. And you're going around and you're circling, circling everything. What you, and, you know, all these things, exactly. right? And like, obviously, you're never going to get all this yep. shit that you just circled like a hundred like, fucking this things. This is what I want. Yep. Well, yep. no, like, I'm going to get that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, G does that. Like, cool. Like, maybe not, not every mm-hmm. year, right? I'm not going to spoil yep. this kid, but like, hey, man. He, here you go. He'll so be spoiled. Yeah. As he should. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah, so he going to be spoiled. Be, yeah. And that is just life and that is how it's going to be. I yeah, but that's fine. He'll be spoiled. So, Absolutely, he should. The ways that you struggle most with your mental health seems like it's stress and anxiety. Yeah, it's for you. stress and anxiety for Do sure. Do you ever experience like social anxiety, anything like that, or not so much? 
Um, social anxiety every now and again, but like I'm a pretty extroverted person. I really like to be around people. I like to, I just really like to talk to people. Yep. Um, I would say so too. I think I think that that's something that has always stayed true. You know what I mean? And for your role especially, you would have to be pretty extroverted. I just really like people. Like I, I like yeah. making people happy. Totally. Um, I like making people feel good. I like helping people. Right. Totally. So like even if it's like my friends or just like some random person I just met, like, mm-hmm. like you know, we can have a conversation. Uh, and I mentioned this a while ago, but like. You know, there's commonality with like everybody you ever talk to, right? Yeah. Like, even if you feel like they're like you have nothing in common. There's so much more common with people than you think. There. Just, like, you just talk have to, to talk. Somebody. Yeah, you know. So like, yeah. I, I really like that experience. Um, sometimes I, I would say like you know I'm like oh I really don't want to go anywhere I don't want totally. to want to be around anybody. Exactly. Sure, everybody feels yep. that. You, yep. You know, for sometimes. sure. But you know, social anxiety I wouldn't really say. Um, yep. You know, if anything like. It's weird to say, but, like, I don't really, like, love, like, public speaking, like, mm-hmm, a ton, mm-hmm. you know? I do it all the time, mm-hmm. and, like, I can do it, and I'm yeah. fine at it, and, like, Absolutely. You know, it's fine. Yeah, but, like... But it's not something that you would pick. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, like you know, be like, yeah, I can't wait to go give, like, you know, talk in front of, like, a whole ton of people. No. Like, yeah. I get it. It's not, like, my favorite. But it's something you're good at. Yeah, sure. At the same time. Like, you, you Like, know, something you can do. Yeah, you know, I think that... Um, it's like your your natural and your like adaptive state. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody's ever yeah. kind of looked into this at all, but like you know, you're kind of born with like you know certain things or attributes about you, and like you are the way that you are, mm-hmm. um, which is great. But then there's also the ways that like you know, hey, I'm I'm six seven, and you know I'm I you know huge skeleton or whatever right? I can I can have mm-hmm. a ton of muscle on me I'm huge totally. right sure so you're you're really jacked up in the physical trait but mm-hmm. maybe you know you're if you're thinking about them as like a bar chart right your mm-hmm. bar on your um you know charisma is, is yep. really low well gotcha. like you can work on that you, you can, can raise that naturally you can right? like you, you, not naturally but like if you put the work into it like you can change it right mm-hmm. so like I would, that's how I would say with like public speaking like I yeah. don't love it you know but like you can I agree yeah I'll do it you like, can get good at the yeah, things get, that you're not naturally good at maybe or things that you don't think you're naturally good yeah. at it just takes personal growth and development yeah, and working I think towards it's just it. put, putting putting the work into it right and yeah, believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Because guess what? Okay, I learned this recently. A butterfly obviously is a caterpillar first. And a caterpillar, a caterpillar, a caterpillar. <laughs> am I from Pennsylvania? Yes. Okay, I am. A caterpillar. How do you say that? Caterpillar? Cata. A, ca- yeah. <laughs> a caterpillar. Okay, sorry about that. Apparently, it's painful for the caterpillar to grow. Do you know that? I did not know that. It's painful. For them to grow, which I kind of love. I loved when I heard that because I'm like, that just makes a lot of sense because whenever like growth in general isn't fun yeah, and it, it hurts and yeah. people don't love it because it often puts you at the lowest points in your life. Totally. So for a caterpillar, it hurt him or her. <laughs> it hurt the caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt the caterpillar to grow into the butterfly. So I just want to make that very, very apparent because that little analogy speaks volumes i think and i just it really whenever i heard that i don't even know where i heard it i think i heard it on the podcast but i was like you know what i like it's like i said caterpillar again after you were calling it, you're <laughs> you know, like wait it's caterpillar. i don't know i don't know there's a couple words that i'll say weird one of them being mayonnaise i that is like weird. I'll, I'll say i know and i i have to like stop myself it's mayonnaise or whatever but i say mayonnaise and it sounds like man aids and i've gotten yeah, it sounds like you have a D i've gotten clowned my entire life on that one <laughs> As I it's like people should. from Pennsylvania too. Like, like how do you say like uh, so like something in people's backyards that has yep. water in it? What do you call it? A pool. A pool. Okay. <laughs> something you hang a flag on. What do you it's call a pool. it? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> but, but those are different words. But they sound. But yeah. it's like, what do you want me to say? A poo. Yeah. Like, like that's like a poo. <laughs> a poo. Like I don't know. But like, what what are you supposed to do there? Yeah, I don't know. But like that's that's the whole thing. I think especially being from Central PA, you will hear that for or sure. A creek or a crick. A crick. Yeah. Um, do you say soda or pop? Definitely soda. Me too. Yeah. 
I'm not a pop is girl. Is it a hoagie or is it like a grinder? It's a hoagie. If they call it a grinder, they're from Austin. <laughs> or they're from like the South or they're from California. Anyone from the East Coast or probably is going to call it a hoagie or a sub. Yeah. 100%. Hoagie for sure. Yeah, 100%. Whenever we went home recently, we were home for Christmas, I think it was, we realized that the subway in town went out of business. An outrage. Okay, an absolute outrage. Because we don't have many things to eat in that town. And that was like my whole childhood. I would walk to Subway. Yeah, back to Sheets. What the hell? Okay, Tyrone, what are you doing? What the frick? Get it together. Get it together. But so number eight, what does a self-care day look like to you? Um, Oh, I like this question. Uh, I would say... I like to be outside. I don't get as outside as much as I'd like to probably anymore since uh, we had Grayson mm-hmm. and, and everything. Um, totally. But, you know, if I could pick like, you know, like a, like a perfect day for mm-hmm. me, like a self-care day, um, you know, I'd probably get up in the morning, uh, hang out with Callie for a little while, probably mm-hmm. hang with G and Ob for a bit, yep. you know, and then, um, you know, probably go for a hike mm-hmm. uh, for a while. I love that. Um, Come back from there, get get some lunch, right? Maybe have some beers for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, some takeout. Yeah. Get a little takeout. Get a little takeout, have a beer or two. Um, you know, and then probably just chill. You mm-hmm. know, maybe play some video games. Um, maybe watch some TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like documentaries a lot. Yep. So oh, I watch, cool. a, watch a ton of documentaries. Love that. Um, so, Any in particular that you've liked recently? Um, I I watch a lot of, like, really old, like, this is going to make me sound like such a nerd. Uh, like, World War II documentaries, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff like that, or like World War One. Hey, history is important. Vietnam, all, and all a lot of people of like stuff. history. Yeah, I'm really into that that, that kind cool. of stuff. Um, recently, been watching The Last of Us a ton, so maybe okay. I would, maybe I would watch that. I don't the know. Last of Us, what yeah. is that? It's like zombies. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Okay, very yeah, cool. It's on HBO. Gotcha. Super good. I need to branch out. They, they actually made it off of like the back of like a video game, so it was a video game mm-hmm. I played previously. So like, gotcha. You know, and then okay. Now they made a show. The Last of Us. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, I love that. All right, so one thing that we kind of did talk about a little bit is that he is extremely open with his emotions, and he is honestly not someone who's afraid to show his emotions, which is one thing that I love about Alex and one thing that really stood out to me whenever him and Abby first started dating. Not that this man's crying every five seconds, but the fact that when it's appropriate, he's not afraid to show emotion. Like, on his wedding day, he gave no shits. You know what I mean? At all. And I think that that's like the way it should be, especially when you're marrying the love of your life. But in certain situations, whenever he's upset about something or if something is hitting home for him, he doesn't care to show that. So I wanted to preface with that. For any men who are afraid of crying or honestly showing their true emotions and fear that that makes them appear weak, what advice would you give them? Because I think that there is a stigma around this and I feel like there shouldn't be. And I want guys to know that like you can cry. Like it's honestly not a big deal. And honestly, I kind of think that that's like attractive. And I also think that that like shows that like you can connect with people on a different level. Well, that's cool. I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that you would feel that way, right? But um, I mean, first off, what I would say is like, yeah, I like I get it. Yeah, for sure. Like your entire life as a dude is, you know, trained to, you know, not show emotion, right? Be like mm-hmm. a be like a stone cold killer, right? Absolutely. You know, be be tough, right? Yep. Be, be the man, right? Yep. Absolutely, right? But like we're suck it up. Yeah, but we're people, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if I if I'm upset. In, in you know a really upset type of way um yeah i don't know i might cry right mm-hmm. if i'm really happy i'm probably gonna cry right mm-hmm. and um i i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think that you know i'm i'm somebody i think who kind of wears his emotions on his sleeves mm-hmm. all the time right and um you know if if i'm feeling that type of way you're probably gonna know about it mm-hmm. you know, most of the time it's gonna be really happy and really Totally. You know, really upbeat and vibing. You know, sometimes it's going to be really stressed out and like, hey, like, don't even speak to me. And yep. other times, like, hey, you know, maybe I'm going to be really upset. Absolutely. Right? And, um, but that's all right. Like, you should know that. For and, sure. Um, you know, for any, 
anybody who feels like you know that they don't they, they can't be themselves or that they can't show that emotion because mm-hmm. of you know any kind of stigma or like cultural totally. y- y- you know roles that are out there mm-hmm. supposedly like hey dude like who fucking cares exactly like honestly like you know anybody else in my life that's not like a, a central part of my main group mm-hmm. like cool exactly like, i don't fucking care what you think exactly like i, I really don't like you know totally I, I got for my, sure i got my people and like that's all you need. You know, like if they, if, you know, if, if my own people don't love me, mm-hmm. um, even if I'm, you know, you know, showing emotion or something like that, then like, Hey, you know, um, I don't know. That sucks, totally. I guess. Right. But, Ex- but they aren't the people, people for you. If yeah. you're not able to like show your emotions and, and not that this is something that I think a lot of guys struggle with, who knows? I don't know. But I think that from what I know, I've seen that it is hard for guys to show emotions or they feel like they can't, or they feel like they shouldn't communicate their feelings or they feel like the, whatever, like, if anything, that's just going to make the people in your life feel way more connected to you if you just show who you are and, like, not really have any type of shame around that. Because at the end of the day, how you feel is how you feel. And, like, there's really nothing wrong with that. So I think that it's an awesome thing if you're able to kind of let your walls down and just show with it. And maybe you are someone who doesn't show emotion. That's cool, too. But just feeling comfortable to do that if it's necessary, basically. Yeah. And, you know, I want to, you know, be clear, too. Like, you don't have to, right? If that's not, exactly. not you, that's if, not if you. you right? If you Everybody's don't cry, different. like, I get it. You know, everybody's different, but like, you know, I don't care. Like, whatever. For me, it's like, yeah, if I feel like I'm going to cry, I'm probably going to cry. Exactly. Like, there's no point in holding that back. And for me specifically, I don't cry a ton, but when I do cry, I definitely don't like to cry around people. So I think it can be like something that you deal with also in your childhood or something. Who knows? But there's nothing wrong with letting it out at all. Like, if anything, it's very normal and everybody does it. Quick disclaimer on yep. this too. I don't cry all the time. I just want no, to, I, just want I to also clear. started with that too. I started, I started with that. I started with that just because I wanted um, them to know that you don't cry all the time. But like, <laughs> it's at appropriate times. But I feel like most guys that I know don't even feel like it's appropriate to cry at all. Yeah, that, you know, I, I, I like just, they they think know. that that makes them weak. They mm-hmm. think that that makes them look like a baby or like mm-hmm. less. Like, I don't even know. Like, I honestly don't know. But I, I've noticed that before, and I've seen it. And even in past relationships, I've been with people who didn't feel like they were able to do that. Most guys just aren't or raised to cry, show. you know? Yeah. It's just... But uh, it's it's not... It goes so much deeper than crying, I feel like, because it's showing your emotion. Yeah. And showing how you feel and communicating that. So we're going to go into the next question because it goes hand in hand with this one. Why do you think most men or a lot of men find it hard to communicate and tend to be less open with their emotions with women. Wow. Um, or whoever, the, the, whoever they're into. This one could be a long answer maybe, but um, I think that most men find it hard to communicate because I think that right off the get go, men and women just communicate in different ways. Yeah. Um, and the type of communication oftentimes that a woman, uh, and again, generalization maybe, but like, I think oftentimes that the type of communication that women are looking for is just like not how men communicate. Mm-hmm. If you look at like how a group of like females like communicate and like, you know, as, as friends, oftentimes they have like a group thread together. Right. And with like some cool, like little catchy name for <laughs> totally. it. Right. No, but and they're absolutely. talking all the time. And then they're also talking to each other like outside of that yeah. about probably the, <laughs> the type of shit that's going on inside the type, inside of that group. <laughs> yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. And like guys just like, don't like really do that. Like, yeah. I, you know, I talk to my friends like regularly, we text and stuff like that. Right. But like, mm-hmm. There could go, there could be weeks, there could be months that go by with some of my best friends. Totally. Where we don't even talk. For sure. But like when we talk, like it's just like, hey, what's up, dude? Like, yeah. Hey, man, mm-hmm. what's the last like four yep. months been like? I don't exactly. know, you know? And gotcha. it's like fine. So I think that it, right off the get go, there, there's a, just a difference in how men and women communicate. Yeah. Um, just in general. But then when totally you're thinking agree. about like the actual like 
you know, communication itself. I think women are just, uh, you know, potentially a little bit more open um, yeah. oftentimes than guys are and more willing, again, to, like, kind of share their emotions yeah. and, like, yeah. be upfront about stuff um, versus, you know, I think for guys it's it's just kind of maybe a little bit harder because I think that there's a lot of pressure on men in society and I, I know that there's a lot of pressure on women too, right? That's not saying that there's totally. not in either way, but like a guy is like, you know, again, I, I, this kind of gets back to something I said earlier too, but like, I gotta, I, you know, I gotta ha- have a job. I gotta be able to provide. I mm-hmm. gotta be able to, to, to protect mm-hmm. my, my family, right? I gotta be able totally. to make all the decisions for them. I gotta be able to, you know, maintain the house and, yep. and you know, all this other stuff, right? I gotta be, you know, maybe at a point a dad and I gotta be yep. able to teach the, you know, a, a, a son or, or a daughter yep. how, how to be a, a, a strong, independent person. For sure. Right? Like, that's a fucking lot on yeah. somebody, right? Absolutely. You know, and, and then when you're, you know, 20 or, or 22 or, yeah. you know, even 25, even 30 mm-hmm. or 40, uh, for sure. you, know, you know, for a lot of people, that can be too much. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure on somebody. And, you know, yeah. I think that it it's, it's really easy for guys to get hurt because, like, when they let somebody in, I think oftentimes it's like, you know, you're... Like okay, I'm really trusting you. Like, mm-hmm. like we're gonna like we're totally. gonna be a team. We're yep. gonna we're gonna do this together, yep. right? For and, sure. And you know, I think unfortunately, oftentimes guys have some some bad experiences. Yeah. Um, and that that can make it really hard, you know, yeah. to to want to open up to somebody again. Absolutely. And to want to um really kind of share those like more innermost parts of yourselves because sure. like, you know, if you're gonna get into like a long term relationship with somebody, for instance, mm-hmm. right? Like you got to really believe that like. Yeah, I'm not doing this for no reason. There's like, there's like a light at the yeah. end of this time. You know, exactly. you're gonna be with me on this yeah. journey, right? Like, you understand the pressures that I have. I understand the pressures that you have. And yep. like, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do this yep. together, right? Totally. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's a big part of it. And you know, again, I think it more than anything it just goes back to the, like kind of societal norms and mm-hmm. like, it's just not yeah. what guys do. And for like, sure. You, you look at everything. We're, you know, we're talking about social media a lot, right? Yep. Everything you look at on social media for for guys is like, you know how cool it is mm-hmm. to like be a player and mm-hmm. like, you know, and like pick up chicks, right? Totally. And, you know, absolutely. Like, but it's like, is it though? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Right. For, I don't some know. People, for some people, maybe it is like, you know, I don't know. Look at my thing. Like I'm good. hundred percent. I think some people are more cut out for it than others. Where even me personally, like I know that I'm more someone who does better in relationships. Mm-hmm. And like, I just don't, even if I think that I can, you know what I mean? I don't care to even entertain stuff like that. So I think it just kind of, it depends on you, who you are, same type of thing. It sounds like for you too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I like to. I like to have somebody. I like. To, yeah, you know. I do. I think it makes you like to have your person, and not that everyone that you date is going to be your person. Totally. But it's nice to be in relationships, and you know, what I mean, maybe you thought they were your person when you were in them, but it's nice to be in relationships that feel good. But hopefully, and I don't know. I can't speak from like anyone else's perspective. But for me personally, if I'm in a relationship, it's because I see it going somewhere. Like I, I do not get in relationships just to be in one. So I think that it is important to not just do that because that could be confusing for other people. But um, because most of the time when you're in a relationship, y'all see it going somewhere. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a relationship and it's you don't see it going somewhere, I think (laughs) it's like for what? Yeah, I think it's not fair. You're wasting your own time. It's it's not fair. Hang out by yourself. Yeah, it's not fair to anybody, right? Exactly. It's not good. For sure. Number 10, actually, number 11, (laughs) for all my single gals, they want to know this, how to know if a guy likes you or is into you? (laughs) Like how, like what, like what would you say, like are things that you've noticed, like 
some giveaways, like things that you would not be doing unless you were into someone, like things that you've noticed from either friends of yours or even just yourself? I mean, if a guy's putting in like any effort, literally at all, mm-hmm. um, I think oftentimes that that is kind of a signal. Now, often, you know, me even saying that, it's like, well, a lot of guys will know that. So they'll put in like enough effort yep. initially to like totally. make it seem. For sure. Sure. I get it. Right. But um, I, I I do think that's one thing. Like if a guy's like putting in effort to like try to see you mm-hmm. and like not also pressure you at the same time to like, hey, look, let's fuck. Right? Yeah, like, absolutely. You, you, you know, For like, sure. You know, I, I think that that probably is a, is a big signal. I think if a guy is willing to like, some some people are like big like texters or you know whether they're Instagram messages or mm-hmm. you know, whatever right but like if they're gonna message back and forth with you all day mm-hmm. like okay well like that's like a clear like I, I mm-hmm. would say signal if they get totally and then I would you know lastly maybe I would say like just if it's like an in person type of situation like guys are gonna like maybe if they're into a girl they're probably gonna give that girl less attention than maybe especially if there's like multiple girls around like. Maybe give the, one of those other girls pr- probably a little bit more attention, maybe than the than the, than one, the one that they're actually interested the, the in. One they're maybe into. Okay. You know. Okay. My, it, so, my opinion. Yeah, yeah, but so more so a game thing almost. Yeah, like it's more bit, it's more right? to see like, like one if they care. Yeah, like maybe there's like some of the looks, right? Yeah. Like you know, you kind of like, catch it, like if they're jealous a little yep. bit, right? Like, okay. You, you know, you look over and it's just like yep. You, you kind of meet eyes a little bit yep. and then like look away, you know? Like yeah. That, yeah. That, that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I get it. I'm like really probably not a good person to give advice on this. I mean, I've been. In a relationship for like a decade, so totally, uh, you know, potentially. But still, though, you know, even even in general, like even back in your single days, these things help. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like trying to think, like when I'm out and about and I see somebody, it's like, oh, like that. He definitely is into her. Totally, I think think you you can can tell. tell, Like how I can tell, like I think, but who freaking knows? I think that if the guy is giving you that attention, one, if you're getting attention from this guy or whatever. And they're consistent with you. That's what I would say. If somebody's staying consistent and like making it known that like they're willing to respect your boundaries or they're willing to do whatever it takes to be with you and just making it known that like they're kind of sticking around mm-hmm. and they're they're wanting to continually see you. Oftentimes that can mean they're interested, but sometimes I can't speak for everyone. I think that that for sure, like if you've like had more than like a first or second date, right? Totally. Like that like is like so spot on. Right? For like, sure. You know, it, it, is there really communication back and forth? Like, it, are, are they really making, like, any type of effort at yep. all? You know, I think it, when it's more in, like, kind of like the, the yep. pickup game, right? Absolutely. And, you know, maybe, no, but you know, I to your point, agreed, maybe, maybe it's a little bit of just game. To, yeah. Just like, oh, no, and like, and I feel like there always is a little bit of game depending on where you meet, you know what I mean, and all that stuff, too. And, you know, it's just, it's one, it's, the streets are hard, okay? The streets are not a, a safe place to live, okay? <laughs> they are not somewhere that you feel at home. They're somewhere that you want to escape. Stay off them streets. I, I personally hate the streets. All right, number 11. I'm sorry, I don't know what number it is. Number 12, how to know if a guy isn't into you. Well, we took a little burger break. We got Hop Dottie and it's literally 10.25 p.m. And it took forever to get here. We were originally trying to get Via. So anyways, we had to eat. Heartbreak Hotel. Heartbreak Hotel. (laughs) That was the worst. How to know if a guy isn't into you. I think From a man's perspective. Yeah, I think that if a guy's not into you, it's going to be like... I feel like... Most guys are are pretty open and like blatant creatures. For right? sure. Like you're probably gonna know. Mm-hmm. They're probably gonna make it pretty blatantly obvious. They would want you to know. I would assume. Yeah, like you know, if a guy's not into you, he's like most dudes are not trying to like 
they're not trying to like hurt your feelings, but they're not like also trying to be like like let you down easy. Like I'm just gonna like tell you like it's gonna be very clear in my actions mm-hmm. in terms totally. of like how I'm interacting with you, yep. especially if like a girl's into a dude and dude's not feeling that girl. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very obvious thing, just like it is for a girl. If a girl's not into a dude, but the dude's into her, yep. like it's very you obvious can tell. Your perspective. Like, like, eh. Yeah, you can tell, and mm-hmm. like you're gonna make sure you're just like nah, mm-hmm. like like I think I'm yep. good. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say beyond that. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be pretty obvious. Totally. All right, number 14, why is ghosting a thing? I know that this might not be something that you have experienced personally. Maybe you have, but why do you think that it's a thing in today's day and age just to ghost someone instead of giving an explanation? Yeah, from a relationship standpoint, it's, like, not something I can really speak to, but, like, you know, from a work and, like, interviewing and, and you mm-hmm. know, whether it's for myself or, or, you know, others interviewing with me, right? like, I can speak to it from that perspective. But it's just it's just too easy in today's day and age to, to do that, right? Like... Mm-hmm. You know, if you were to think about the past, you know, even 20, 30 years ago, like all of your interviews, all of your interactions are happening in person with people mm-hmm. or like uh, more often than not over the phone. And if it is over the phone, you probably don't necessarily have a self. It's probably like your home phone number. For sure. Right. So like if somebody needs to get in touch with you, they're going to get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you have to be able to have that face to face interaction. But now it's so easy to whether it's, uh, you, you know, ghosting somebody you don't want to talk to anymore or it's like. You, you know, you, Twitter fingers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people popping on and just like lobbing like, you know, insults or, mm-hmm. or, or mean comments to people. It's like super easy because you're hiding behind this like fake identity online, totally. right? And so like when you're, sure. when you're doing all this stuff, you know, remotely for work or like whether it's relationships and it's, you know, it's a Tinder match or mm-hmm. it's a Bumble match or, yep. you, know, you know, something like that. Like totally, it's, it's so easy to just be like, nah, I'm good mm-hmm. and just not respond. And yep. then like, that's it. Right. Uh, and it's so much easier than like actually having to have the conversation of yeah. like, Hey, I'm not into it or I'm not feeling it or, For sure. you know, this isn't working, whatever it is. So, um, I, I think it's, it, it's just a, a big symptom of like, that's the world we live in, totally. unfortunately. For and, sure. Um, it's not great. I don't think mm-hmm. anybody likes that feeling yeah. for sure, but I think it just makes it easier for people to, to, to kind of get out of it. Me too. I think that it says a lot about a person. If somebody isn't capable of giving you that closure, not even closure, but giving you a reason on why maybe they switched up on you overnight or why that you were suddenly not worth an explanation or like a response. I think it just says a lot about the person. I would, I would say like, do you really want someone in your life that's going to be like that anyways? Or do you really want someone, would you really want someone that's going to work for you? That's going to ghost, you know what I mean? And a thing like that, it's, immediately like okay cool thank you goodbye yeah uh yeah i, I would just take it if somebody goes to you, it's like okay i'm good yeah and, you know like like thank god thank you for telling on yourself yeah because i don't want you in my life yeah i'd rather you told me like now than like i find out like you know you know you know months later that like you're not who i thought you were exactly 100 percent. Right? because if someone's able to switch up <clears> on you that quickly they're probably switching up on themselves every single day in some way and they're not consistent with themselves either all right. From a guy's perspective, what do you or would you look for on a first date? Like to know that it it went well. Like what would get someone a second date or what, what do you look for? I mean, I would want to make sure there's like real conversation. Totally. Um, and it's not like forced, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, you're just able to kind of, you know, flow back and forth. Like I'm a big believer in like just being me, right? Whether, uh, you know, in, in every facet of my life, like I'm always just going to be the same person. You probably felt mm-hmm. that from the entire time we've known each other. Like, Yes, I have can't not be anything but me. Totally. Right? And so, like, if we're we're out and about and we were having a conversation and it just like wasn't working, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, it's never gonna work. Then. Totally. You, you know, I can't yeah. be some somebody else. Um, Very true. So uh, you know, I, I think that's that's big. Um, I think also eye contact is big. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that totally. if, if there's if there's like actual eye contact, there's actual like somebody's like following you, they're actually mm-hmm. like listening. 
and I think a lot of people like say that they're good listeners, but like most people just like wait for their opportunity to speak and they Absolutely. don't necessarily actually listen to what the other person's saying. Um, but I think when you, when you have like that good connection, you're probably going to have a little bit more where you're actually like listening to somebody, right? Totally. And, and just, yeah. you know, basing the conversation off what they're saying. Um, and, and, you know, I think that like they got to laugh, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a big, big believer in like smiling and laughing exactly. and having a good time. They, they need to be a little funny. Yeah. For me. They 100% have to be funny. like For sure. Yeah. And I, get, I can totally get that for yep. you. Like, it, you're always laughing. You're always yep. smiling. You're always having a good time. Like, Thank you. If it's not, yeah, if there's no laugh, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. If it's not good vibes, we don't want it. Yep. Okay? We don't want it. That's also for the streets. All right. Do you believe in the saying, if he wanted to, he would? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like, if, if he wanted to enough, he'd make it work. Like, there's really nothing that's stopping him. Even if it, like... Even if maybe he's not in the place to have a relationship, he'd make a relationship work. If it's a relationship-based question that, you know, if we're, if we're tying it to a relationship, I would say, like, if it's the right person, mm-hmm. like, if it really is, like, your person, yeah. then, like, you're going to figure it out. Exactly. You know? like, like, if that's the person that truly makes you happy, then, like, they're almost, almost realistically, there almost can't be any other thing in your life mm-hmm. that makes you that happy. Right? Totally. Like, my wife, like, makes me probably happier than anybody I've ever met in my entire life, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, recognize that, like, really early on um, where, you know, like, do I get mad at her? Like, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, do we do we fight? <laughs> like, do we argue? Like, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. right? And anybody does. But, um, you know, she always makes me feel like a better version of me, mm-hmm. right? And, like, for that feeling, like, yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll figure it out. Totally. Like, I'll do whatever. Absolutely. You know? So, uh, yeah, I would say, yeah. Good. I like that answer. And bringing us to our last question. All right, this question's kind of swinging back around to what we talked about in the beginning. But how do you personally balance marriage, work, child, and mental health? Because I know you mentioned that it is hard to balance those things. Yeah. So how do you balance those things? That's like such a hard one. You yeah. Know? And like I don't, I wouldn't ever say that I'm like a you know a shining example of this, mm-hmm. right? I think that that's okay. Um, you know, at different times I've. At all different times, you put maybe more into a certain area than you do into another. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that, you know, at work a lot, they talk about work-life balance. Yep. Right? You know, so, and, and I kind of think that that's like a, a figment of people's imagination to a degree. Gotcha. Sometimes you're going to work more. Yep. And other times you're going to life more. Yep. Right? Like that, that just sure. kind of is what it is. And, totally. Um, Abby and I have actually talked about this, uh, you, you know, sometimes in the past, but like, you know, to give it an analogy, maybe it's almost like you have, um, you know, when you're born, you, you have like a like a, like a pitcher, mm-hmm. uh, full full beer, mm-hmm. right? And you have you know uh, only a couple of mugs in front of you. You have like your 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 family mug, which mm-hmm. is like your parents, and you yep. have like your you know your exercise or activity or physical well being mug, mm-hmm. and you know you have like your I don't know whatever you do as a baby yep. mug, right? It's super easy to keep them both full totally. at the same time, right? Yep. Out of just that one pitcher. But as you as you grow and you get older and you get and you gather more things in your life and you have mm-hmm. work and you have children and you have relationship and and, and you know you have wife and you have self mm-hmm. and, and religion or, or uh, you know belief system whatever it is mm-hmm. it's really really hard you you never get more beer you only have that one pitcher gotcha. how do you how do you really keep them all filled yep. up right the so same. Some, sometimes more some are going to be filled more than others mm-hmm. and then you're going to take some out of that one and you're going to go maybe fill up another one yep. Um, that, that's really how I look at it a lot. Like I, I um, you know, I, I've kind of subscribed to this idea of this belief of this thing called a balance wheel. And mm-hmm. like, 
you know, a wheel should be, you know, equally balanced all the time, right? Yep. In, in, in a balanced wheel, you know, you draw like lines through it, right? Mm -hmm. There's like, you know, little little sections of pie almost, right? Yep. And each one represents like a different factor of your life. Um, For sure. And I, I've never been at a spot where I'll do this every couple of weeks, months, right? Where I'll kind of draw the wheel out and I'll just kind of shade in little portions for how I feel I'm doing in each, mm -hmm. each situation. Yeah. It's always different. I love that time. so much. It's always different. Some things are always getting more than others, yep. depending on where you're at. But there's always at. something that, yeah. that gets more, right? Like, you know, family yeah. generally, I, I try to make sure that's always really high work. It's always yeah. been totally. really, really high for me, um, which I'm, I'm really working towards now to kind of totally. reel that back yep. a little bit and, and be more of a family man. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it's always going to be a little bit out of whack, right? Yeah. Uh, I think the most important thing to think about is just like, you know, how can you be your, the best that you can be in that given day? Right. Yep. Uh, I, I think a lot about getting 1% better every yes. day. Have like, you happened to read a book, Atomic Habits? Mm -hmm. You have? Yeah, well, so that's, I, I always will listen to that. Like, I love that. I was almost going to say 1% better. Mm -hmm. How can you get 1% better every single day? And the, there's like five quad or the four quadrants or something. You've mm -hmm. like health mindset relation or something, you know, heart set, something it's a very else. Similar thing. Yeah, and it's like little things like that. Not to interrupt you, I'm sorry, You're but fine, huh? how to um, kind of become one percent better in each of those categories yeah. every single day? Because you always can become one percent better. So at the end of the month, you're thirty percent better. Worst case scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Which is thirty percent right? better and, towards you know, you're you exponentially be. better over the course of a year, right? And over the course of your you know five years, ten years, life, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, you know, I just try to be happier. You know, I, I try to make sure when I go to bed at the end of the day that I'm you know happy. With something right mm -hmm. that, that happened that sure. day, right? That, yep. that I feel like I grew in, in, in some way or, or some area, and you know, there's going to be times where you feel like, you know, I think about it a lot with Abby, where like, you know, am I giving her specifically enough time? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, sure, I'm giving her and Grayson time together, together, but mm -hmm. like, am I giving my wife totally. that time? Am I yeah, yeah, yeah. am I giving my son at the same time just that time for the me quality and him, time one-on-one for on me one. to be a dad and him to be my son and mm -hmm. for her to be my wife and, and me to be you know her husband yep. right um i think that's so important right and mm -hmm. and i think it also goes back to what i said too with like it's important to have like time for you yep too right and you know no matter what that thing is no matter what you're doing even if it's just like literally sitting there like look scroll through your phone but that's what mm -hmm. you like to do and like you know something like, that's making you feel good yeah, whatever like, that is like, that day you know, and, and just you know staying true to your sense of self too mm -hmm. um so you know i think it's always going to be a balancing act mm -hmm. it's always going to seem hard you're probably never going to feel like you have everything where you need it to be totally and that's probably really normal mm -hmm. right for I, sure I, I never feel balanced in every area i always feel like there's something i could be doing better and when i start doing better in that area another area mm -hmm. invariably drops but like that's life. For sure. You know? Yep. I think also something to add to that, um, in a podcast I heard recently, it's the fact that in any relationship that you have, obviously you want that person to be bringing the same energy all the time and you guys match each other's effort or whatever. But there's going to be times in your relationship where you might need more you know, emotional support or Abby might need more emotional support or whatever. It's not always going to be matched. And that's what makes a good relationship so good, even a friendship, because you're able to balance each other out whenever one is struggling or one needs more support or whatever. So if somebody's not able to be there for you, maybe the way that they're normally there for you doesn't make them a bad friend or a bad partner. It just means that that is the way life works. Mm -hmm. And you should be um, understanding to a degree, obviously it's, it's different if someone's doing that all the time. If mm -hmm. like you're constantly giving your best and someone's not matching your energy, that would be different. 
but just something to keep in mind for sure. Yeah. Abby and I talk about it a lot too. It's like one of the things we'll, we'll say to each other often, like when one of us is feeling you know upset or, mm-hmm. or, or anxious or something like that, it's like, do you need a hug or do you need some tough love? Like, I love that. Like, just tell me right now. And yeah. Like, I can take it either way and that's fine. Yep. Right. And it can be like loving and supportive mm-hmm. and like hear you out. Or like, I can like, you know, pr- try to provide solutions or just like tell you like, Hey, like, exactly. Sorry. Suck it up. Yeah. Right? You know? And like, as totally. you know, Abby's like the best at that. Yeah. Right. She's so uh, good at tough love. <laughs> you need a friend that's going to be good at tough love. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She'll come for you quick, yeah, but in does. the best way possible. Yeah, she really does. But um, you know, I think it's, it, you know, it's just, again, it goes back to kind of the communication piece. Right? Exactly. And that's what I was going to say too, just to tie this up and end it, that communication is everything. If you can't communicate to somebody, tough love, for instance, if they need it, or just a simple, if you're going through something and instead of just offering your opinion to that person, like immediately giving a resolution, ask them, do you need advice? Or like, do you just want me to listen to yeah, you right now? That's huge. It's communicating. Like guys, communication doesn't have to be as hard as like, you know what I mean? They make it out to be. And I know for some people it comes easier and it's a work in progress, but as long as you're working towards getting better at that thing, it's going to make your life exponentially better in like every single category. So just being able to sit, even if you're on the phone with your friend and they're telling you a problem, nobody wants someone to just give unsolicited advice all the time, you know? So just think about how that makes you feel and that happens to you. Try to pause before you give automatic advice and be like, what do you need from me right now? Like what kind of support can I give you? I've had to work on this like so much. It's like this. Like, me too though. Even, even now, right. even yeah. now. I, I still, yeah, absolutely yeah. still am, I'm doing it. But like, I used to be like the absolute worst at this, especially with Abby more than anybody, yep. right? Like just, She'd start venting, telling me about her problems. Just, you immediately just, want to go into like solution mode. Yeah, like, how can I help? Immediately, like, well, like, why don't you just do this instead? Or why don't exactly. you just do this? Why don't you just do that? And she would always get mad. And I just like didn't understand. Yep. Like, well, like, what do you want me to do? I'm just like talking to you. But like, no. Like, she just I, wants to be heard. Yeah, she just wants to be heard. You yep. know? And like, you know, you just got to be able to hear people out. And like, it, to your, very much to your point, like, hey, like, are you just looking to be heard? And like, yep. that's fine. I just need to know that yep. up front now so that I don't go into that mode. And, and it kind of exactly. goes back to the idea of like listening too, right? Yep. Like, don't listen just to wait for your opportunity to speak, right? Mm-hmm. But like, just listen to what the person's saying. Listen to their body, like look at their body cues. Look at their, their listen to their tone and like the the way they, uh, you know, elevate their pitch or like mm-hmm. or drop it down. Like totally. all, all these things, like it tells you yep. what that person needs at that time. Exactly. And listen to actually maybe get to know that person. Mm-hmm. Quit thinking about it so selfishly we don't care what you're going to say next. And like, I'm talking to myself, even in that situation, there'll be times when like, especially someone who has ADHD, you want to hold your thought before you lose it. Sometimes it's just more important to listen to that person, hear them out fully because you learn so much whenever you allow yourself to just put your guard down and not feel like you need to be immediately ready for that next thing that's coming. I promise it's going to be okay. If you just listen to that person and just allow it to kind of flow naturally, it'll almost always work out better to be honest. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more. Well, so that ties it up today. So Alex, I've loved having you on. It was so easy, so much fun. fun. And we knew even at the beginning, I'm like, Alex, we've gone into four questions and we're, we're talking for 30 minutes. Like this is just too easy. Like, and I love the fact that my first two guests have been Abby and Alex because they are my freaking people, my family. It comes too easy to talk to them. So I would honestly not want like other guests on here first because it's just made me one, become comfortable kind of talking to other people on because obviously I'm still kind of growing as I'm going, ha ha ha, figuring it out. So, but my last thing that I want to ask you, Alex, before we get off, what is your mental health tip of the week that you could give people that are listening? What is something you would recommend? Maybe someone forces themselves out of their comfort zone this week to do that might help them kind of grow in some way for their mental health. 
Um, it doesn't have to be big or small. It could be an activity, something that you do maybe that helps you with your mental health weekly. Yeah, I think it's important, um, you know, if you're, you know, working like a desk job or something like that, or, you know, it, realistically, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like, take some time every day to just, like, have perspective. Maybe go for a little walk or something mm-hmm. if that's not, like, on your lunch break or something. Or, you know, if it's in between, you know, calls or, you know, if you're on, on the phone all the day all day or something, like, take five minutes, take ten minutes. Go for a little walk. Yep. Right? Like, especially if you can get outside if you can. Totally. Right? Like some I, you time. Yeah, absolutely. Just Get it where you can. Just a little bit. Like, it... It really can change your perspective on the day. It really can, you know, take you from feeling down in the dumps to, to make you feel a lot better. Or, you know, um, if you're already feeling pretty good, maybe you can even raise your vibes mm-hmm. higher, right? And I just think it's so important to be able to, to take some time every day and step away. And, like, another thing, too, like, just don't forget, at the end of the day, like, everybody's just making it up as they go. Mm-hmm. You know? Everyone. They, they really are. And, like, we really are... Our problems are really are minuscule um, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. When you totally. look at what a lot of people are, are, are dealing with, you know, whether it's you know here in the United States or, or internationally, you know, with with a lot of crazy shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, whatever problem you're dealing with, or whatever stressing you out or making you feel down, um, not not trying to to downplay it and say that it's not not real. It absolutely is, yeah. but could generally speaking, it could always be worse. Yep. Right. It's so, very minuscule in the yeah. scheme of things. Think about where things, how much worse things could be maybe sometimes. Not that that's helpful, but it is honestly, because sometimes it's just being grateful for the very, very things that we take for granted every day, like a warm house, a bed that's comfy that you can sleep in every night, your healthy animal, your healthy family members, like your, your health. health yeah. Like that's huge. Like, and not everyone can say that they have that right now. So just being really grateful for those things and just taking some moments to kind of appreciate those things this week. That would be my tip too. A quick way that I try to do that yeah. um, is, um, you know, every time I'm, I'm getting like frustrated or really upset by something, I try to sit there and, or like, especially if I'm stressed, I try to say like, am I going to care about this in five minutes? Yeah. And maybe I will. Okay. Am I going to care about this in five hours or five days? Mm-hmm. Am I going to care about this in five months? Most often times, it's never, gonna, it's never going to get to that point. Yeah. But in five years, yeah. it's like never, like, you know, yep, like, yep, yep. just put it in perspective for yourself, right? Um, you know, if you're only, you know, 23, 25, 28, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. 30, you know, yeah, you feel like you've been around for a long time, but you really haven't, mm-hmm. right? Mm-mm. And totally. you, you know how many things that happened to you when you were, you know, eighteen? Do you still carry with you now? Sure, some people absolutely do, totally. right? But oftentimes, those little things that made you really upset on that random, you know, Tuesday in, yeah. in, in March when you were eighteen, yeah. like you, you know, you don't think about, it. think about it. Uh uh-uh. uh so. And even even the hard things, sometimes you will be dissociated from those. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To like not think about those anymore. Mm-hmm. So if it's not going to matter in five years, don't worry about it for another five seconds is something also like you just said that I'll try to kind of do because it's like for what? Yeah. You're, you're disrupting your own peace today when you could be doing something cool. You know what, what I mean? Or just What's going to happen is going to happen. Exactly. Right? Only- regardless of if you think about it nonstop up until that point. Or you don't think about it and let it control you at all. But, yep. It's still going to happen. Exactly. So what's the point? What is the point in worrying about the things that you can't control? Yeah. Alex and I clearly have very similar perspectives on these. Because honestly, like a lot of this stuff, I feel like I'm always telling you guys. But yeah, that's pretty much all we have today. So well, I just want to say thank you so much for having me yeah. on. Yeah. It, it was really fun. Um, I had a bunch of fun. Absolutely looking forward to doing it again. Yes. We've got lots of questions about you know, relationships, dad, Yep. you know, whatever dad stuff, new dad stuff. So we're going to be getting into relationship stuff mainly next time. He will be like recently have moved to North Carolina. So we'll talk about that too. New dad stuff, things he recommends in being a dad, 
how to keep your relationship flowing, going, all the good stuff. So we will talk about that next time. But the only thing I did take myself on a date this week. Okay. So I went to see Wakanda forever last night, which was a blast. So highly recommend doing that. But I wanted to let you guys know I did stay true to myself. Okay. And I did follow through with that one. Also, I did buy a mic two weeks ago for the podcast. And I recently realized that I can't record with it unless I have headphones. So I'm figuring that out. Okay. So we do have a mic, but I'm figuring that out. So if the audio kind of sucked today, it's because I'm still using my computer and I'm recording not only one, but two voices, but I love you guys so much. And I hope you guys have a great start to your week and a great Monday. And guess what? I will see you next Monday. Keep growing. Keep growing babies.